was gonna not say hello this time. <laughs> Sup, bruh. Sup, bruh. Welcome back. Welcome back to another Wait, episode. I can't do your accent. I don't know what accent that even was. I don't know either. I don't think that was even mine. <laughs> I don't even know what part of the country that would have been. I don't know. Or even ours. It was, it was I think I uh, just sounded Dorit's like you. Accent. Yes, I was Dorit. Unidentified. <laughs> Unidentified. <laughs> Undefined mm. accent. But yes, welcome back to another episode of Crime Cocktails and BS. <laughs> I'm loving this so far. <laughs> This is what happens when you haven't drank in 15 days. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what's up, everyone? Yes, it's another episode coming back to you in season two. We are so happy to be here today recording Woo-hoo. on this fine, lovely day. It is a balmy 24 degrees here in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. Yes. While all my friends yesterday were complaining about it being 60 degrees in southern california it's 60 right now i was gonna say it's free- my heat is on how sad the is that? only thing i could text in my group chat was the only thing i can add to this conversation is it's 36 degrees and i love these animal pics that was all i could add it's negative 10 degrees in wisconsin right now yeah your poor family i know it's bad I feel for them yeah <clears throat> we're supposed to get into the single digits this week so yikes i'm gonna be stuck good in these four you. walls for a lot of time good luck to you thanks what's been going on in your end um i just got a text from my sister that says just calculated and i'm almost 10 hours behind on your podcast i don't know how this happened <laughs> catch up Guys, if you need to catch up, there are so many ways you can do it. You Mm -hmm. can head up all of the many outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're even on Google. Go hit it up. Or you can go to our wonderful website Kaisa put together during our little break, which didn't even really feel like a break from doing the podcast because did we skip a week? No, because we are committed to this podcast and making sure you guys have entertainment. And yes, if you heard me, what is this called? Pointing to the table. So I can really. Gesturing. Yes. So I can really get my point across. That is what's happening. Okay. (laughs) You can also listen to every single website, every single website, every single episode on our website at www. Yes, I still do that. Because why? I grew up. (laughs) In the 90s and early 2000s, going to school where you had to learn how to do, put the W's in. So yeah. that dot crime cocktails and BS dot com. Go to it. Go Sign to it. Our newsletter that I guess we're going to end up doing at some point because we offer at some as an point. option. Yes. This I think we, we should it. do like mini little updates throughout each week. We should. That, oh, that would of, be very of certain cute. crimes. Just trying By to the way, more work on us. Oh, we used to have computer. That reminded me the computer w- class. W- yeah, people don't yes. have that anymore, do they? <laughs> I don't think so. We'd have oh, computer old. class. Do you remember having to learn how to type on the keyboard? Yeah, and it would be we like timed. Those, yeah, we had those like little portable keyboards, and they yeah. timed us. Did you have one too that like it, they would put like the sheet over it so you couldn't see what the keys yeah. actually were? So you'd have to memorize like what letters were what oh gotta say i'm a really fast typer now gotta say we'd make great secretaries back in the 60s we would because we are very fast typers yes with our nails like (laughs) oh my goodness oh yes guys if you're like kaisa's sister get on it and catch your asses up because 10 hours is a lot i know (laughs) she's got episodes yeah girl that's like Actually, that could be like eight episodes and like one or two what the fuck emergencies, which are uh-huh. some of our favorite things we do here. Yeah, crime cocktails to, and BS. She like took a picture of each episode minutes. Wait, that's <laughs> she hilarious. added up. She's so funny. Yeah. D- does she want us to quote unquote hire her? It, it would be for free. Yeah. <laughs> to do some analytic work. <laughs> it'd be our analytic work we i mean we did say by the end of this year we wanted to be sonia morgan and have our own interns yeah yeah 
to to clean our ice machines and whatever she does. help me get my chip tooth back in yeah <laughs> oh gosh so good and the other thing you can get on the website now is kaisa's cocktail corner yes all of the recipes are up that and was you can my make segue. Them mocktails too yes that was my segue <laughs> Okay, Kaisa's <laughs> Cocktail Corner. You usually say it. I just wait for you to say it. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. The cocktail of the day is called... Chumming the waters as we are covering a creepy, creepy fisherman. Creepy paper. Alan Wilmer. (laughs) Creepy papers. Um, So this is a gin drink. It is gin, pink grapefruit juice, and two dashes of orange bitters with a salted rim. Mm. And no garnish. Mm. No garnish, but the I think if you use pink, is Dane salt. protesting? <laughs> no. no, it was coincidence. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> Dane is officially protesting garnishes after Kaisa yelled at him about all the fruit garnishes. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the case. Actually, I would love Sorry. if we could get a picture of Dane actually with like a little protest sign. No, oh, no fruit garnishes <laughs> ever. ever. <laughs> oh my god! But yes, chumming the waters is perfect for today because we are about to set sail on some very choppy waters. Let's paddle on into the- <laughs> to this crime. I don't know. Okay. wait do you remember that episode where you did you drink like celsius or something and i would drink like three diet cokes beforehand and we were both like oh they're gonna hate us today (laughs) i kind of feel that kind of energy coming on it is that energy today but that was also when we had work off yeah we just get very giddy we We get so giddy by the way i did switch to olipop so you know just trying to be healthy (laughs) no aspartame oh yeah that's good and you know water too i've still been drinking i did buy myself a new stanley it's a different shaped stanley is it the same size same amount of water one moment (laughs) no this is a 30 ounce but it has like this really cool handle yeah i like that so it, I can like pretend I'm Jack and Jill going up the hill type deal. <laughs> do, do, do your little <laughs> bucket of water. When I have to go get the water out of my fridge to put the water <laughs> in the Stanley. Ooh, but color green is nice though. Thank you. You know, <clears throat> it's kind of sick and tired of always the whites. <laughs> Bo- bottles. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Should have finished that sentence. Should we uh... jump on in? I mean, dive on in. Those were both Should kind we of water references. Reel it in. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Should we reel in this fisherman? <laughs> Shall we dive on into this story? Splash into it? Shall we chum the waters? Okay. 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 Trigger warning. Trigger warning. There is talk Murder. of murders, <laughs> sexual assault, rape. Yeah. Um, strangulation. Um, violent acts <laughs> lots of violent acts uh uh peeping tom situations yeah if you don't like fords don't listen <laughs> definitely don't listen trigger trigger warning trigger i know warning. isn't there i used to date a guy who drove uh what was it oh no not ford sorry it's a dodge it was like the dodge versus ford like pickups Mm. it was like a whole big thing that was fun that should have been a red flag right there (laughs) 
Yes. I dated someone who drove a Dodge Charger. No, Challenger. Red flag. And it was really fun to drive. But yeah, he was not a good person. Yeah. He drove a Challenger. Yeah. Bright orange one. Oh, Kaisa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, choices. Oh, choices. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of, we really need to talk about Drag Race at the end of the episode. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. We have to wait. You're killing me. Anyway. No, I'm sorry. Let's dive on in. On everything. Before we become our own crime episode ourselves. (laughs) No. Murders me. The Um. story is that headline. Just going to put the headline out there first before we really dive in. Alan Wilmer Sr., a fisherman who died over six years ago, was named, I guess by the time this airs, a couple weeks ago, as the prime suspect in three cold case killings in Virginia, including a pair that was once linked to an infamous slaying spree known as the Park Col- oh, wow. Colonial Parkway Murders, which Kaisa and I had never heard of yeah. until this. It's crazy because there's so many murders. Shocking. I can't believe we haven't heard of this. Was never on the spreadsheet. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's a lot on there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You added a lot to that spreadsheet. Yes. Um, I had a lot of free time that day. (laughs) um, In addition to that, the police said if he were alive, he would be charged. So these are very... It's very unfortunate he's not alive because I wish he could be charged. Because like the papers were saying, there's still family alive today because these murders did happen in the 80s that like these families are still around that they could get some kind of peace seeing this man be charged and potentially put behind bars for these murders. However, they are getting some amount of peace still for finally having a suspect or someone linked to the case yeah or cases unfortunate that if he because if he were alive he could actually maybe give them like there are some bodies missing yeah things like that he could answer those questions but alas oh nice word use alas (laughs) someone watched the southern charm reunion sure did sure did you need um yes so shall we dive in um like you said alan uh alan wilmer was linked through dna evidence to the 1981 murders of david knobling and robin edwards as well as the 1989 murder of Teresa lynn howell um his dna so basically they found him dead he had been done for dead for weeks rotting in his house sorry that's gross but he's a murderer um rotting in his house (laughs) um they had to use dna to actually identify him that's how decomposed his body was Mm -hmm. um actually a delivery driver walked into his house and found him um and they so that's how they had his DNA. He was not in the system otherwise. Um, and then they had him as a suspect a while back in one of these murders, and he was cleared. So the police thought, oh, well, now we have his DNA. Let's mm-hmm. see if it matches. And it did. And that was all over the place, but that's a little overview. Yeah, the other thing, too, is that he had a distinctive blue 1966 Dodge Fargo pickup truck with mm-hmm. the Virginia license plate EM-RAW, which is M-RAW, which <laughs> actually someone did see around the scene of the ha- of Teresa Howell, mm-hmm. who was one of the three murders that he is one of the subject suspects to so yeah and it had yes yes and it had an identifiable uh gun rack on the Mm -hmm. truck as well so there are lots of things that pointed to his truck other like the license plate is pretty dead yeah i mean and 
the whole thing about his license plate was that he was a fisherman who owned a small commercial fishing boat named the Denny Wade, which he would dock at marina, marinas in Gloucester and Middlesex counties and around the north of, neck of Virginia. And he also ran a business called Better Tree Service. So he was known around those areas just as this commercial businessman. Mm-hmm. So um, like Kaisa said, he ne- he didn't have any felonies or a criminal record, which is why he- they didn't have any DNA prior to them needing it to identify his body post-mortem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, um, um, yeah, they like connected him. They like the Department of Forensic Science confirmed a genetic match to him based on evidence collected in both homicide cases. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen until, what was it, 20? So he died in 2017, and it's 2020, and that was in 2023, so that was six years later. Yeah. So basically, in 1988, the FBI was actually interested in him. Mm-hmm. So during the investigation of Keith Call and Cassandra Haley, which are two of the missing people, um. The profile that they created for the murderer indicated they should be looking for a waterman or a local fisherman. Um, They looked into local peeping Tom cases along this colonial parkway, which is just like a long ass highway. Yeah, it's like 22 miles long. Has lookouts along the Mm -hmm. way, different hiking trails. And then there's like bodies of water at either end that people fish at. So, um... Wilmer was more aggressive when he was confronting couples. He was one of the peeping Toms that was called in several times. Um, So he had been creeping on people who were sitting in their cars along this parkway. Um, He actually went up to a man and woman with, uh, and the man had long hair and he said, are you girls having fun and pounded on their window. And then when he saw that it was a man, he ran off. (laughs) That's just one uh, witness's take. Um, they had a description of the blue truck. Um, and then they found him. And they found him spray painting the bed of his truck and vacuuming it out, which is suspicious. Yeah, a little bit. So the police got a warrant because they thought he was destroying evidence. Um, and they searched his trailer. And they found weapons, handcuffs, and pornography. They didn't find anything that tied him directly to Keith and Cassandra's disappearance. um, But they still thought he was suspicious. Um, They actually brought in a polygraph tester and he passed. So that Hmm. cleared him. So he was never like booked or anything. So that's why his DNA and fingerprints weren't in the system. So that's crazy. They got very close to catching him at that Mm -hmm. time. But they didn't. Yeah those like the actual murders that he is um linked to so the colonial parkway murders were uh murders of at least eight people alone a lot wow i'm really struggle busting today guys i'm so sorry (laughs) it's okay okay eight people along the colonial parkway in southeast virginia between 1986 and 1989 in each incident, a young couple sitting in a vehicle were targeted and both were killed. So three pairs of victims were recovered and another couple remains missing and presumed murdered, which is so sad to be that related to those people and be like, their bodies were never found. They're just missing. Like, mm-hmm. kills me. Um, Nuts. Um, several other additional homicides have also been tentatively linked to the four confirmed cases. The causes of death included strangulation, gunshots, and stabbings, no evidence of burglary or sexual assault in any of the cases. Alan W. Wilmer Sr. has been conclusively linked to at least two of the murders and one unrelated murder. So this is the one we're going to talk about. So there is David Nobling and Robin Edwards which was September 23rd, 1987, according to what I read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Virginia, okay, so we're going to take a pause after I read this sentence. Wait, did you say there were no sexual assaults? 
Because I read that there were. I think that they said that there could be, but it wasn't actually like tested. Defined. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Virginia salesman David Lee Nobling, 20, an eighth grade Huntington Middle School student, Robin Margaret Edwards, were found shot to death around 100 feet away for, after being washed ashore with the tide in the ragged Island Wildlife Refuge on the south shore of the James River in Isle of Wight County near Smithfield, Virginia. Yeah, what the hell? Anything wrong with that <laughs> statement I just read? <laughs> anything <clears throat> bueller well that would be statutory rape yeah <laughs> i mean 20 year old and a 14 year old okay when you're at 14 that is a huge difference i get when you're in your past your 30s like that age difference I, it, it's weird but it's like acceptable but when you're not when you're under 18 it's not okay let's think about it so she was what were you doing when you were 14 i mean i was a naughty teenager so <laughs> so i don't think i'm a good but like you example. but like you yeah i mean like her you were in eighth grade yeah yeah um think, going to camp yeah like, think about <laughs> if you were dating a sophomore in college no. that sounds insane and being attracted to someone who's in middle school like very bizarre mm -hmm. mm, no. it's so yucky no yeah that's yuck fest no thank you um yeah no i'm i'm not okay i understand like yes it's awful that they were murdered yeah. um but like red flag number one right there like even if nothing had happened to them like yeah it seems like that wasn't really they didn't dive not, into that at all something wrong is happening here mm -hmm. just okay moving on just wanted to just wanted to set the scene and just get that point out of the way first before we dive into the actual story okay the two it did say in the article i read that robin had been sexually assaulted so i read I'm that like too. was it the other guy though yeah honestly it's a good point because we don't know mm -hmm. um so the two victims were last seen on September 19th, 1987, after the young couple had met in an arcade. Robin had snuck out later that night to meet up with David, and both so then both victims had been shot, and Robin in the back of the head execution style, and David twice, once in the head and once in the shoulder like he had been running from the killer. Both victims were also partially clothed. Edward was found with her jeans unfastened and her bra around her neck. Investigators were unsure if there had been sexual assault since despite Robin being underage and David having a pregnant girlfriend. So not in, so on top. What? I didn't read that part. Oh my yes. God. So on top of him sneaking around town, well, not even sneaking around town, openly being around town with a 14 year old, he also has a pregnant girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I realize we're supposed to be talking about the murder portion, I know, but I'm but very is... concerned about this other side. It okay. is shocking. Yes. And it is presumed that Robin and David had a sexual relationship. So maybe because she was so young that the sexual, I don't want to, I don't know. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure everyone knows what I'm saying, but I feel like I also have to say I don't know. Um, so on Monday, September 21st, Nobling's Black Ford Ranger pickup truck was discovered by a patrolling police officer at the refuge parking area next to the James River Bridge. The wipers, engine, and radio were still running, and some articles of clothing inside near the ragged Island Wildlife Management Area. So there were clothes, and so like everything was still going. Mm -hmm. so creepy yeah what a so creepy like, scene to come upon like can you imagine like the whole scene was still playing out essentially mm -hmm. like how it was and then about two miles upriver from where the bodies were ex so then it was also two miles upriver from where the bodies were eventually be to be discovered an officer found the black ford ranger with both doors open and the driver's window partially rolled down so Think about it. Wilmer must have like come up to the window, mm -hmm. knocked, 
Nobly must have like rolled down a bit to like talk to him and then something must have happened where then they're like get the fuck out or like he mm-hmm. pulled them out or something like who knows what actually happened well he had a gun yeah so probably at gunpoint yeah also car batteries don't last very long so yeah you're right it no. must have like just happened when they found the car yeah so that happened so it says that the murder happened the 19th they found the car the 21st and then the body's the 23rd. Whoa. It's like very quickly. Mm-hmm. So on the 21st as well, the so finding all this stuff, it caused the police to believe that the perpetrator had possibly been posing as or was some sort of uniformed officer. And there were two pairs of underwear, shoes, and Nobling's wallet were also found in the car. So maybe they were also intermingling at the time of Mm -hmm. being found um so this also ruled out a robbery as a possible motive because the wallet was still at the site um and then like i said three days later the two bodies were discovered by none other than nobling's father and a search party along the water's edge of the James River, and authorities immediately linked the double murders um, to the previous murders that they also called a part of the Colonial Parkway murders. And then, (laughs) excuse me, the unrelated 1989 murder of Teresa Lynn Spa Howell, which occurred on July 1st, 1989. So now we're jumping ahead two years. She was, and I don't have too much on this one. I don't know if you have more. Or were able to find more. Um, <clears throat> she was found dead outside of a club in Hampton, Virginia. The Zodiac Club. You must have more on it than I do. <laughs> I just have that she had been sexually assaulted and strangled. And that they had identifying... Um, someone was a witness, I think. Or at least was a witness to seeing a guy around the area. Mm-hmm. And he was five foot five, like about 165 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes, close cropped beard. So that's all I had on that one. There wasn't very much information out there. Yeah, there really isn't that. I feel bad that there isn't that much information about her and that also that they put out a missing persons report Mm -hmm. and she was identified three days later. It's like every article really was focusing on the Colonial Parkway murders and not on if if it was anything on her it would be like a one sentence or two mm-hmm. like not enough yeah. information it's really sad because she should sad. get she, it her murder is just as it important to discuss yeah exactly okay the thing is about these colonial parkway murders i think they'll eventually link him to a lot more murders because i think so too even though like even the two that he was linked to were very different in the way he killed them. And there's a variety of weapons that were used in all of these murders. So people are saying it's probably a couple people that Mm -hmm. have done the murders, but I think he'll be linked to more because serial killers or people who kill more than one person don't just skip two years. Well, that's what I was going to say. You're going to tell me he was dormant for two years. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. just killed two people. Dahmer did, but he yeah. was like, he but was that, like, yeah. We yeah. all know what he did. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Go back in our on either Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> or our website to find out more about Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, there's no way he didn't. There's not more stuff linked to him. There can't. Like there has to be. Yeah. You're, you're there's no possible way there's only these three like you've right. been studying like this didn't seem like a one-off chance like he mm-hmm. you know what <clears throat> i mean the park closed at sundown mm-hmm. so that road was open to like through traffic and then it was known for just like teenagers and young people hooking up and partying so he definitely went after the park was closed. They did. I read that the park did have two rangers that patrolled at night. That's not enough for 22 miles. Bay. I know. I know. Definitely not and enough. 
Yeah. And the thing is, there's there are no cell phones at this time. So Right. Yeah. So what they walkie talkie? I don't know. It's crazy. I love a walkie talkie. I do too. <laughs> we still use them when we go to Disney World. Oh my gosh, that's fun. Because the service doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Walkie talkies, man. It's a really good idea. <laughs> Do you want to go through the other murders or is that Oh, totally if you much want to. Of a tangent. We can. We can touch on them. I think our listeners love a good murder story. Okay. Okay. I also don't have notes on them, so I'm excited to sit back and hear about them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh so Kai's another... is overachiever this episode. <laughs> She gets Another the gold case. star. I'm the failure. <laughs> no, you had a lot. I didn't know. Um, so one of the murders or one of the cases was Rebecca Dowski, age 21, and Kathleen Thomas, age 27. They were found brutally murdered at one of the Parkway's scenic pull-offs. Were um, they, um... they were a lesbian couple. That's what I was um, Lebanese. At that time... <laughs> At that time in Virginia, right? I just cluster. Sorry, this is probably really offensive to people in the South, but like I just cluster all of those and as one chunk, and I don't really know. People do that with the Midwest too, you know. I know. I know. People do that with the Northeast a lot too. They think we're just. I know. We're, they think we're just Boston, which, by the way, it's Boston. I mean, hey, I don't sound like that. Boston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yahoo <laughs> yahoo yahoo i think part of that was that i had a like sinus issue oh sure 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 yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 yeah. So, by the way okay. i have the so kaisa and i were gonna do a random icebreaker question and obviously we didn't do it but oh, i still have I the website up on my computer and the random icebreaker that came up next it just auto generated it says have you ever pooped your pants and i just need yeah. to get rid of it on my screen i haven't yes you have there's no way you haven't no ever. i have i've not pooped. well as a kid but i've but in your not, adult as life? an adult no I haven't, but I feel like now that I said that, I'm going to. Yeah, and I can't wait for it to happen. I don't want to. I put the maluk on you. (laughs) Okay, back to Rebecca and Kathleen. Yes, I take the maluka back. (laughs) Continue. Um, Their throats had been slashed. Oh, okay. To the point where one of their heads was almost completely off. You mean like nearly headless Nick? Yeah, like they could Aww. see down her throat. Um, I shouldn't make jokes during this portion. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> there were signs of strangulation and rope burns on their wrists. The killer had attempted to set fire to Thomas's car by dousing it in fuel, but this did not work because it was diesel fuel, which doesn't burn as quickly or readily as regular fuel. I didn't know that. That's a fun fact. I don't know anything about fuel. Me either. Okay. <laughs> Except what we learned about the Christmas murder massacre. Um, well. The jet fuel. Right. But I'm thinking, is that why we're not supposed to put diesel in like Probably. regular cars? It won't work. Yeah. Gotcha. It breaks your car. Okay. Um, Another couple. Cassandra. Someone's going to yell at us if we put this clip up. Like, don't do it. Don't, don't do that do to us. <laughs> also, that murder sounds super gruesome and they took like extra hatred out on them. Yeah. So could be connected to him. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It sounds like someone who, granted, this is around the time where like the LGBT community was not. They were definitely. This hiding. is at like the height of AIDS, wasn't it? Yeah, and they were, and I don't think in Virginia. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. it's definitely not like an open thing. In- no, exactly. So think about the time period that it's in. Like, if you mm-hmm. found out that you were trying to target a couple, and then you find out that it's a couple that's within that minority, mm-hmm. like. And their family members said they didn't know that they were in a relationship, but it was clear they were hooking up in the car, like their clothes were right off and stuff. Well, yeah, it, it seemed like that was part of why 
these murder like this murderer or these murderers were targeting mm-hmm. these people this way because they're finding them in vulnerable situations which makes it easier to attack them yeah definitely in the middle of nowhere too it's yeah. like you guys i'm not just funny i'm smart too <laughs> but another case was cassandra wait did we cover cassandra haley we only covered the lesbians and the 20 year old and the 14 year old okay cassandra haley and richard keith call uh disappeared during their first date their first date how sad on april Wait, what 9th, yeah 1988 that's awful i know watch they're gonna be like a normal couple on their first date there's gonna be nothing weird about them their bodies still have not been found that's the missing one Mm-hmm. oh that hurts i know heart. their clothes there were clothes uh, clothing pieces found in the back seat oh they were getting dirty yeah so dirty they hooked up on their first date i um, forgot this isn't like the 50s this is the 80s <laughs> yes yeah, so um everything's the out the window at an overlook so that's yeah that's it um there's another one i, I guess that first date was going well until it wasn't oh morbid i know i'm sorry sad okay so there's uh Anne marie phelps and her boyfriend's brother daniel wait what Anne marie phelps was 18 her boyfriend's brother daniel was 21 so she was cheating on her boyfriend with his brother and they went to (laughs) we don't know (laughs) we don't know that i guess they were traveling to virginia beach from the richmond area um and then they ended up going the opposite direction or their car was found in the opposite direction um and it was found at a rest stop so you you could be right that they were hooking up but who knows um their bodies were found by hunters in the woods it does it wasn't certain how they were killed but it looked like they were stabbed to death what the hell i know right unclear unclear i think there has to definitely be more than just those though unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah that and it, uh, that 22 mile stretch feels like a hotbed i know i feel like that's where i would go if i were a murderer so it could be a bunch of people but who knows who knows i think there's unfortunately a lot of stretches like that especially in like quieter areas Mm-hmm. so well his family said it came as a horrible shock when his dna was connected to these murders oh i'm sure uh he was very much a loner and he didn't have a lot of friends or people that he interacted with so the police detectives are having a rough time like putting together timelines so that's also making it hard to link him to anything else um, so the FBI is asking for any tips right now. That's great. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can keep this moving in the right direction. Yeah. Find those bodies. I don't mm-hmm. know. I wonder in like, granted his home obviously isn't his home anymore. But I was going to say like if they could find in any of his stuff, but I don't know where any of that would even be. Right. Yeah. But if his family is around, if they left anything to his fam, if he left anything to his family. That's a good idea. Yeah. I bet they're, I bet they're looking into that. I don't know. Nothing is disclosed yet, really. Yeah. Are we speaking of down south? Switching gears. Did you like that transition? I did. We're staying in the south this episode, guys. (laughs) We're just moving on to South Carolina. Charleston. Charleston, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Southern Charm Part One. It sounds like it's going to be a three-part reunion, yeah. which I, think I so. am all for. <laughs> I know it's been really good. This they season has this. been amazing. This season <laughs> is stunning beyond mm-hmm. belief. Mm-hmm. Now I've done some analyzing in my head, which I know you love. Mm-hmm, I do, and by you, I mean Kaisa. I don't mean everyone who listens. I mean you. Everyone loves it. Because honestly, sometimes when we do this podcast, I forget about everyone listening and I just think about you and I talking. Me too. (laughs) So sorry, everyone. So I was doing some analytics in my head. And I'm calling the couches. 
couch gives no fucks which is obvious which is the obvious couch you know who i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and the couch gives some fucks minus (laughs) vanita who really belongs on couch no fucks yeah and then i'm also calling craig karen huger because he thinks of himself as the fence yeah i think you're right i see that these are thoughts i've had since (sighs) we watched we essentially watched the reunion together we did in the morning in the morning a couple days ago right yes we essentially watched it together and it was very adorable how we did it you that Mm -hmm. drink was real good I mean, it's a mocktail, so don't I know, judge but me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm honestly. It's delicious. When, Great. Here's fruity. the best part of our cocktails portion of the crime cocktails and BS is we don't just have the cocktails made just to say we have it, to have the cocktail part of our name be a thing. It's like they're actually good. Yeah. And they accompany us throughout the recording. I've actually made them like throughout the week. Yeah. They're delicious. Delish. Like, love it. Highly suggested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes. Southern Charmy Reunion. So many thoughts so far, and it's only part one. So many thoughts. And I'm going to just start with one that I feel like you're going to disagree with. Oh, I love this already. What? I don't think Vanita should be on the show. She is bringing zero anything. Honestly, I kind of, I agree with you. I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. He's giving nothing right now. She's barely on the show. I think she should just be a friend of. Or, But same thing with Leva. Or start her own show. Like, I would watch it. Yeah. I think her and Leva should just be, like, friend of. Yeah, I agree. Unless, like, I do love them both. I think they're great. They seem like great people. Mm-hmm. And I love what they've been able to do for Olivia, mm-hmm. especially this season, being there for her, especially yeah. when like her brother died, especially with all this shit with Taylor. But you're I mean, no, I agree with you. Like they really haven't been they haven't been a part of the drama. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the show's about is like the shit that goes on. Yes, they both honestly. You know what they are? They're honestly, and I, it's a compliment. They're like too good for the show. Yeah. They both have like, they're Leva not like the level of trash. That yeah, exactly. Are. Leva has like her own businesses. Vanita is at fashion week. She's like busy as fuck. Like she's got her own shit going An on. Influencer. Exactly. Sure, yeah. Like they're like, they're good. They honestly mm-hmm. don't need the show. I think it's both something that they do to be like, all right, yeah, this is fun. Like, why not? And they get paid probably. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If they want to keep doing it just to have that paycheck coming in and they consider it like a passive income, then go for it. Like, by all means. But yes, I agree with you that they don't like add anything. Yeah, I need someone who's going to like bring more drama or just be louder on the show. (laughs) Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that. 100%. Okay. Now, speaking about loud, Madison and her twins are sitting right next to each other. I love both of them. I'm obsessed with both. Mm -hmm. Whoever said, who was it Austin who said that JT is Madison? Yeah, he's the male version. I think Madison was like, he's the male version of me. Oh, yeah. Did she go like, is he the male version of me? Yeah, something like that. And someone said, yeah. And she was like. (laughs) There's so much like shit going around online about JT. Like there are people who hate him. And then I guess like some girl who dated him. Like also she's 25. Mm hmm. She came out and was like, I used to date him. And I'm like, how, first of all? Like, were you, did you come out of the womb dating him? Like, what <laughs> happened here? Um, and I don't know. I think she was Wasn't like, trying... he married? Yeah. So, so I think she was him? like anyway. trying to like just cause shit. Um, or Austin maybe paid her to like say some shit about him. I don't know. 
but I didn't watch the full thing because I honestly couldn't waste those brain cells. Um, but I love JT just like coming out, guns blazing, sitting down and being like, I'm here to perform the first fuck boy exorcism. Like, yeah, he's like, like ready to go. And I was like, he's like, I support women. They <laughs> should have the right to vote. I don't know. Um, wait, and using like 20,000 references from like Dante's Inferno yeah. and like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Wait, he threw out a Harry Potter reference. You text me and reference I was like, Voldemort. I, and yeah, I was like, when did I, like, did I miss that? Off? It's like, like, maybe what? I'm Voldemort or oh, something yeah. like that. And then Shep was like, the power of JT compels you. And I was like, what? It, I was like, we're already off the rails here. This the is a number be of great. strange, like, references coming from weird colonial people. Like, who knows who they are? The quotes that were brought to this episode yeah. I was like what is happening I was reading they all had something... these written down <laughs> I know right I was reading something and they were like where was Shep when I was taking my SATs <laughs> yeah because he was throwing out like every SAT word that we all needed uh -huh. and at the time of the episode I was I text Kaisa and I was like oh my god I'm in love with Shep right now and she was like it's just because he's using big words and I was like <laughs> yep that's exactly it i'm like he just sounds yeah. so smart the potential that's his way of doing it yeah of him is hot yes but that's he's it a douche he's and an absolute that douche. is sometimes attractive yeah but that's probably like i don't want to be attracted to yeah, that i literally wrote down why am. does shep turn me on when he gets intellectual literally wrote that down it's a mystery austin a i wrote i also wrote down down austin and taylor are delulu <laughs> <laughs> These are how I take notes at like 7 a.m. They truly are Delulu. Uh, also, Taylor needs to learn how to speak in a non-monotone voice. She's... <sighs> what do you call those people? They're Bible what? Bible? Bible thumpers? Bible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people? What? Yeah. Well, she's just a fucking hypocrite. Yes. That's also what I'd like to call her. First of all, she's she comes out and she's rails, like, I'm man. just wearing my scarlet letter. And if you, thank you. I did a massive eye roll and I wrote that down in my notes. I said, Taylor <laughs> says she's wearing her scarlet letter and massive eye roll. And Kaisa literally just did a huge eye roll. <laughs> I was like, fuck all the way off. And then Taylor yeah. and then Andy's like, and Olivia is also wearing red. She goes, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have a scarlet. <laughs> I was like, she was wearing a revenge dress, by the way. Oh yeah, she came to play. She was ready. She used my favorite word, also, which is yeah. Oh, when she walked past Taylor. Well, <laughs> yeah, because Taylor thought that she could manip that she could manipulate the situation. That she could that showing how bad of a friend she was at the end of the episode. I know we're skipping ahead to the end yeah, by saying this, but like terrible. that just shows how bad of a friend she was from the beginning that mm -hmm. Olivia trusted her with information that she had hooked up with Thomas at a stupid time in her life. That she admits to that she had just gotten out of college or she was in college. This is before Catherine. So like, why should she even have to like, that was a whole thing about having to apologize to Catherine for hooking up with yeah, Thomas. Like, that was Catherine bold, and Thomas had never shit. gone together yet. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, Catherine immediately posts, there's nothing wrong. Like, we, I love yeah, like, you. Yeah, like, we're fine what? here. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, for Taylor to think that that was okay to take something that was a trusted information that Olivia gave her as her friend mm -hmm. and to then first quote the Bible and then use that information against her when when olivia trusted her that's okay. complete bullshit and you can see olivia just fuming mm -hmm. and also that was the information madison tried using against her at the last season reunion or she's or olivia uh, sorry or madison just came out and said it, it was like didn't you hook up with thomas mm -hmm. like not holding like, back no, and but... it was like no and taylor just straight up defended her but she didn't know at the time and olivia told her and then the fact that she actually tried using that information against her and everyone was like 
what's going they're on like, like what why are you saying this yeah so i don't honestly blame her for walking past her and calling her let me just read the quote yes please because do it it was amazing um she said it's not even the action that th- that is the problem not only the cover-up you lied so many fucking times of course you're tired of this you're all in the shit bed you made <laughs> not only have you proven yourself to be a shitty friend you're a shitty human too fucking yes <laughs> and i was like yeah i mean honestly if she was a good friend she wouldn't be trying to be so defensive and throw her under the bus she would be like yeah i fucked up i'm really sorry i value our friendship exactly like how can we fix this where's the accountability i'm a victim i'm getting persecuted i believe in god and i can do no wrong because of that that hypocrisy pisses me off yeah exactly um (laughs) sorry no it's so true like go ahead and be religious but don't use it as like don't pick and choose yeah yeah like yeah agreed yeah and then i mean like i feel like she kept making it all about her the whole time too even when shep Mm -hmm. was talking about like excuse me when shep was talking about what i think when everyone thought shep was gonna say he was going to rehab yeah (laughs) and he was just like i'm just cutting out liquor and like we we need to we need to talk about this though yeah like his speech did you or did you not think he was saying he either went to rehab or he was going to rehab okay i thought he was gonna say he was going to rehab the speech was really sad him saying like i have no value in this life like there's nothing i have to care about all i've been doing is just getting drunk and like that's really upsetting and people who have dealt with friends who have had addictions or mm-hmm. like people in their life have seen that yeah. and like that's a really sad place to be but for him to just be like I'm cutting down on drinking like yeah I went back upsetting. and watched BravoCon where he was because he said he was blacked out the entire time I watched some of the interviews and it's really obvious it's dark there's also a whole scene where one they were in having the crowd stand up and ask questions and um oh my god who was he next to carl who's sober carl from Mm -hmm. summer house summer house um one of the people in the crowd said like like props to you for being sober like it's really brave of you to stand up and talk about your sobriety and Shep was just like and like next to him just like wasted definitely coked out like clapping and being like slapping Carl on the back and be like good job like he was fucking hammered first of all and it was like not Not a good look dude I thought the part that got to me was Austin saying like or not Austin, I'm sorry. Craig, um, Craig saying, yeah. like, yeah, I have a problem. And I stopped. Yes, yeah, I thought I that have... was big. Yeah. Like, he's grown a lot in the past couple yeah, of years. Yeah, Craig really has. And I thought, too, I thought it was great to sh- like for him to share how vulnerable he was in that. But also for him to share, like, I love you, man. But, like, I can't move forward with you if you're going to continue down this road. And that's what needs to happen with people who yeah. have addiction problems. You sometimes have to like walk away to ha- help them. Because if you're there for them to lean on, sometimes it makes, I don't know. Yeah, but like even after he like made this revelation to them, Vanita went up to him after and was like, you got to cut it all out. Yeah. They were like, you got to be like Craig and cut it all out. Like they all kind of went up to him and said that like, proud of you for making this statement, but you got to cut it all out. Because they know he didn't mean it. Yeah, exactly. It was half at Honestly, it was so good until he got to that point. And then it was just like such a bummer. It was a letdown. And then did you notice when Andy was like, well, maybe this is kind of a sign to you that the environment isn't healthy for you, which yeah. is like filming on 
yeah the show and he was like oh we'll see we'll see going forward like he didn't want to get cut out of the show like he's worried well, about yeah and they were fired. all trying to tell him like what's your thing that's going to make you stop like yeah. what is it like do you have a thing it's like i don't know well and then taylor was like i thought i was your thing like Ugh. also of course because she has a boyfriend now he was like i miss you like oh my stuff god like yeah that. That. like if she were single he would be like no yeah, i no. can't say anything because she'll come back to me mm-hmm. of course when she has a boyfriend he says the thing yeah they're I so know. manipulative and <laughs> i know but yeah it was lame and then i feel bad because i feel like that really overshadowed like we got to talk about madison and how her and her husband handled hudson's like bullying like so well and how so sweet hudson and what his name is brett like how their relationship is and like just how Madison is as a mom. And mm. I think also it really sheds light on Austin and his immaturity. Yes. Like how he went from what he was calling, what did JT, JT called it out? He was like last year, what was he saying? JT said like, he was calling her a monster and now he's calling her a bored housewife. Yeah. And then what did he say? He was like monotony, monogamy, same thing. Oh, that was Shep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> um, Madison was talking about like how happy she is, like being married again. And like, they were talking about baby number two and like, being all that and of course Shep is like I don't know if I can do it like I don't know if I could do monotony and Andy was like we were talking about monogamy and he was like what's the difference and Lev but and so this is when I get into it where I'm like Leva and Vanita are good on the show like good to be there as like friends of and to like be mm-hmm. a part of it because then Leva schools him and like She's like, you how, are happy. Yeah, but it's like how he can change his perspective on like monogamy. Cause she was like, I was the same way. I was so afraid about having kids. I was so afraid about getting married. Like, I was afraid of like, because obviously she owns restaurants and bars and clubs and stuff. And she was like, I'm going to have to trade some of this in to be like, have on bath time duty at like whatever mm-hmm. time every day. She was like, now I look forward to that shit. Like, that's the stuff I actually look forward to. Mm-hmm. She was like, you have no idea what it's like. And then when you actually change your perspective on it, like, what happens? And also, I don't judge anyone for not mo- wanting monogamy. Like, but the yeah. way he's going about it is very toxic. And oh, not, absolutely. Clearly not what he wants. Yeah. Like, and then you have on the other side of the coin... Taylor is sneering at him the entire time this conversation's going down because Craig has just said that Shep was happiest when he was with her. Mm-hmm. So she's feeling like mighty and is just like making this little face the whole time. <sighs> Sorry, I'm clearly not a Taylor fan. Oh, me either. She's annoying as like fuck. she's terrible. Yeah. Oh, and then Andy called Craig the Kendall Jenner of Silver Charm because he can't open a wine bottle. Oh my god, I forgot about that scene. He could not open. Okay. Also, what it started out with Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they say? You look to the left. I think Craig oh, called lying. him out. Yeah. Oh, with you, all the conspiracy theories. You look down to the left or whatever. When down you're to the left means you're lying when you're talking. Okay. I was just doing that. Yeah, but you weren't lying. Um, but then he responded, and this is another example of his immaturity. He was like, I think I could look in any direction while I'm lying. <laughs> That's great, Austin. Thank you. Is that the response you want to give, really? I don't know. Man. It's it just, it's honestly, it's like the Southern Charm group just shows you like how a group of friends could be on so many different levels. Like, like they are very similar to my friends group in high oh, school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like all the dudes are same level of maturity <laughs> crazy so funny oh. it's so nuts but i'm I loving wait. this season yeah. me too i can't wait for next week because then they bring out rod and rodrigo mm-hmm. which i love it sounds like they talk about Brogate. okay 
I feel like Broadgate needs to. Yeah, that go was away. the stupidest thing. Yeah, honestly, I Madison Wait, makes think it's gonna come out that they did have sex. Like, I feel like this is gonna happen on the reunion. Who, Taylor and Austin or Austin? Yeah. And oh, Taylor and Austin. It has to. It has to come out. Don't you think it'll happen during? The I think so. I think it just has to now. Like, it's yeah. so stupid. Um, Matt, they showed a clip for next week, and it's like, did you tell um Austin to like toss out the bra? And Madison goes, probably because it was beige. <laughs> I was like, Ac- accurate. That's good. That's a good one. I was like, I love this woman. Mm-hmm. I love Madison. I love Madison. Ugh. But yeah, I can't wait for next week. Me too. Uh, also, we need to jump back on potomac i think maybe next yes. episode because we haven't talked about that in a long time and shit i have like three up. episodes to catch up on so i'm i'm getting on that today yes <laughs> me too i was um, supposed to yesterday and i didn't i know did you at least watch the first half of drag race no we haven't watched, it watched any of it we're gonna watch it tonight okay fine um and anything we'll to recommend besides i recommend watching drag race um i have been reading julia fox's book memoir i've been listening to it uh down the drain and it's really intense she was crazy as a kid crazy girl um it's really good actually i've just been like listening to it while i clean and put away laundry because she reads it so it's really oh it's her yeah, it's her. Oh, nice. I fucking love her. I love her too. So weird. I'm cut charms. She's just so fucking strange. But yeah, it's a really good memoir. Sweet. She's dating drug dealers who went to prison like crazy. She's a nut. Crazy. I love her. Wait, there was one thing I wanted to talk about for Southern Charm and I totally oh, forgot. Did, get back we know, to it. did you know Whitney is an executive producer and creator of the show? Yes, I did know that actually. I Sorry, do you want that. me to be like I didn't know that? Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> I just didn't know that. Like I knew yeah. he was involved in some. Oh of the yeah, no, he I like came know. up with. He like was part of coming up with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we can jump back. Do you have? You know, Whitney was in a Whitney was in a picture. I like. Yeah. <laughs> I found for a project. Yes. Yes. He also yeah he was like involved in directing couple movies too apparently yes, that was his like did not know that girl he talks about season one i i don't know how that slipped oh, past God. me um yeah someone needs okay. to do her homework for real for reals <laughs> anyway do you have suggestions rupaul's drag race season 16 yes it is so good yeah. um and yeah that's about it that's all i got but besides that, our podcast, obviously. Wait, I have one more. Aye, Jake, woman. I have been on these British movie or TV show binges. Yeah. And there are a bunch of really good shows with starring Kush Jumbo, who I love. Isn't that name amazing? What is that? She's a who great actor. You'll recognize her if you look her up. Okay. Um, but she's starring in all of these. Oh God, I don't even remember. I have the to look her name, up now. But they're how like, do I, how do you spell that? It's C U S H, and then Jumbo. Like, <laughs> do you recognize her? Oh yeah. But they're all these like crazy TV shows and movies that are based off of books, and they're all very twisty, turny, mystery, murder, and they're very good. Cool we've been just kind of binging those that's why i've been off my normal i'm on season six of chicago fire (gasps) you guys guys are following along on my saga sorry (laughs) when does uh chicago mad come back this week what that's exciting wednesday guys do you know how many seasons of chicago fire there is 17. Season 12 starts this week. Oh, God. I'm so behind. Wow. Do they all premiere at the same time? Yeah, they call all it three? Chicago Wednesdays. <laughs> I'm oh, so glad man, you got me on this. I'm so Chicago. behind. 
I'm still on season one of Chicago Fire. Apparently, my cousin Joelle loves these two. So she's 19. She's 20. She's cool. Oh, we're cool. Are we cool? <laughs> Listen, if you one made person me cool, in, Alex. If one person in Gen Z does something, then I think I'm cool. And if it's my cousin Joelle, <laughs> then I'm definitely cool. Okay. Right. And we made it. She listens mm-hmm. to us too. So hi, Jojo. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening again to Crime Cocktails and BS. I've said that a lot today. I feel like because we've had creepy papers. (laughs) And you said something else, too. Oh, crazy girls. Crazy girls. Crazy Crazy girls. girls. But yes, Crime Cocktails and BS. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow. Rate, review. Review. Go check out our website. Make a cocktail or a mocktail. Do all the good stuff. Keep an eye out for new stuff. Merch, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And keep following us because we are just, we're just climbing. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. We don't know what, well, we don't know what's going on, but we're excited about it. So we are very excited. I could cry. I'm so pumped. We're going to have Gypsy Rose on our podcast. We're trying. <laughs> Guys, Gypsy Rose will come on anyone's podcast. So we might, we're trying to get her. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We're like, yes, keep following, keep liking, keep doing all the good stuff. But have an amazing rest of your day, night, whatever you're doing. Just stay good. Bye. Bye.